What is going on, everybody? You are back listening to episode nine of Red Hot Takes. I am your host, Tyler Jacobsmeyer. Of course, sitting with me finally once again, my co-host, Jared North. Jared, always great to have you back. I'm back. There we go. That's what, You know, it's football season. It's time to have you back in full swing. Uh, we're going to try and get him on as much as possible. Might still have a few episodes here and there by myself, but we are going to try and do it twice a week with both of us at the same time. We'll try our best here, won't we? Yeah. So um, today we want to just talk uh, football. You know, we took that month off, baseball season. No one really wants to talk about baseball. It's hard to do a podcast about baseball every day. It gets very boring, especially in the middle of August. But now football's back. We got college football and NFL. We're going to do two podcasts a week. Monday's going to be recapping the week. Thursday is going to be um, giving up the picks for the week. And we'll be on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Follow us, like us, subscribe, do everything. Please just help us out. Uh, let's get started. Yeah, we need to make it happen here. Um, let's start in the NFC East this uh, today. Yeah, I like that. That is probably my one of my favorite divisions just because it shifts every year. It's nobody's same. favorite division. That's the worst division in sports. See, but like it's just constant change. I love the constant change. It's no team has won it like back to back years in a long time. But uh maybe it's this year. We'll uh let's that, get let's get to it right away. This is the one division that that could use a little uh a little bit of, you know, one team maybe takes over for a couple years. So mm-hmm. I think we might be on the same track on who that team might be. Yeah, so let's start at the bottom of the division. Uh I got Philly finishing um, three and fourteen this year. Uh, you know, I don't think Jalen Hurts is the answer at all. I think Philly knows that Jalen Hurts is not the answer. They're trying to get Deshaun Watson right now. I mean, they drafted uh, Devontae Smith and they drafted Jalen Rager last year, but those guys play pretty similarly. So I don't really know. I mean, it's great to have a lot of fast guys on the field, but you kind of need a big receiver. I think there's a couple things with Philly that that worries me. One, the new coach. I don't know much about him. It seems like he's an offensive mind from Indy, but what did Indy put up these last couple of years? Mm-hmm. Not the greatest amount of points. I mean, I know you have Philip Rivers there. Eh, not he's gonna have his prime, so maybe that helps a little bit. That maybe Jalen Hurts will have a new voice in his ear. Maybe that'll uh, spur a different type of development. But I'm still the same way. I'm I'm four and thirteen with them. Um, I don't know if we're giving out our totals yet in our favorite picks. I mean, yeah, if you want to give out overs, I, I gave it out on the last podcast. I'm going to give them out probably. Um, if I got one for a team, I'll give it out today. So if you got one for Philly, give it out. I'm all over the under six and a half um, team total. I, I really can't believe that that's something that they're, they're offering right now. I may even look into trying to get maybe a five at some plus money. I think mm-hmm. that I think there's some huge value at that. I don't see them winning very many games in the division. Um, and once you get outside the NFC East where they play other – other divisions, I think they're, they're, yeah. they're paired with the what, NFC West this year. Um, yeah, I do believe so. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. Let me check. Yeah, they are paired with the NFC West this year so and the AFC West. They got to play them both. So that's a combined probably two and six, one and seven. Yeah. Um, actually, no, they're not with the NFC West because they only play San Francisco. But they are with the AFC West. Um, Still like one and three. Yeah, I I did. I forgot. I do have under five and a half. Actually, I went and changed it, so I'm taking under five and a half plus one sixty five. I do love that. Um, I think they can win maybe five games at most, but they're not getting much further than that. I mean, they they signed Anthony Harris to help in the secondary, but uh, and they signed uh, Ryan Kerrigan from Washington to help at the D line. But Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham both getting a lot older uh, makes that line a little bit worse. So I don't really see them <coughs> going. Oh shit. Almost dropped the mic. Uh, I don't see him going too far. 
Hey, but they still have uh, Zach Ertz, right, for a fantasy pickup, at least one player. I mean, yeah, but he was terrible last year. Uh, right now on the depth chart, Dallas Goddard is put ahead of him. So, oh uh, Zach Ertz really really kind of falling apart. Time to hang up the cleats. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had, he has had a lot of injuries in his career, too. But uh, Philly, just maybe another year or two. Uh, hopefully you guys can find a good quarterback. I don't really see too much positivity coming from Philly right now, though. Let's no. move on to our third place teams uh we have different ones here don't we um i have the giants so if you don't have the giants then you're wrong i'm right five and twelve giants danny dimes still terrible he's gonna fumble it one or two times a game you know st quan barkley's back so that helps especially in a, in a couple different ways take a little bit of pressure off him run the ball obviously he'll still have check downs with him too um kenny galladay is gonna help his development too i believe but i mean the giants are fighting each other in training camp Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but that's just the boys getting fired up. I love, I love what Joe Judge has got going there right now. He's just, he's getting the, he's weeding out the weak. That's all he's doing right now. He's just, or he's just another failed Bill Belichick disciple. No, I mean, he's, he's gonna be fine. I think he's doing pretty well down there. All the big guys like Sterling Shepard and all like the guys that are the stars of the team, they're all, they all like Joe Judge. It's all the second stringers and the third stringers that are quitting. So. Until someone that starts uh, quits the team, I like the Giants a lot this year. They added a lot. So, are you going to tell somebody who's pay, paying for all your checks that you don't like them? I mean, no, but I mean they're not paying. Joe Judge isn't paying his checks. I mean, no, the, but if he if he comes out and says I hate Joe Judge, blah 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 blah, he's getting fired. I mean, no, he's not. They wouldn't the get fu- they wouldn't get rid of Sterling Shepard if he comes out and says I don't like this coach. He's doing stupid shit. He's making us do high school practices, which it does kind of seem like they're doing. But the guys seem to respond pretty well to it. I actually have the Giants finishing uh, ten and seven this year. I mean, they lost Wayne Gallman and a couple of backup linemen, but those linemen were getting torched when they played, so it really didn't matter. And if the they, if the Brewers weren't in first place right now with the Cardinals, I would be all over taking you at under eight wins for the for the Giants, for the Giants as, oh. a, as a little uh, podcast bet. Oh my God, I love the Giants over seven minus one forty three this year. Um, I mean, they got Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, they drafted Kadarius Tony. Uh, they got Evan Ingram. As long as he catches the ball, he's great. Uh, Kyle Rudolph is going to be a great red zone addition. Um, then they got Leonard Williams. They got Jabril Peppers this off season. So they really stacked this, like they stacked the core everywhere you needed. They, they had so many holes and they really filled a lot of them. The only question still is the, uh, offensive line. So that's really gonna be the big question, but I do like them a lot. The off- the offensive line with a quarterback who likes to fumble. I mean, yeah, Danny, I mean, that's another thing. Daniel Jones, he's going to have to bring down the uh, turnovers this year in order to Five and 12. Yeah, I mean. Five and 12. I I disagree. I think they got a lot of pieces that can make them good and make it a lot easier, especially, uh, I mean, he's way better when Saquon's on the field. So having Saquon back this year, we didn't even mention that yet, is going to be fucking huge. So I, I, I like the Giants. But my third place team, my least favorite team in all of football probably, um, the most overrated quarterback in all of football, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott, you fucking suck. I want you to know that. Suck. All right, suck's a strong word. He is the most middle-tier quarterback that gets paid like he's not a middle-tier quarterback I've ever seen in my life. He is the most above average. What, what's a good comparison to him? Because I think there's uh, there's a couple in the NBA. Kirk Cousins. Hurt. He is literally Kirk Cousins that is more athletic. So hey, Kirk Cousins racks fantasy points on good years, though. So but I'll, no, I'll he it. doesn't rack. He racks. This is this is literally the argument. He racks points against shit teams. So we'll go back to 2019 right now, real quick, for Dak Prescott. 2019, Dak Prescott against non-playoff teams goes 
7-2 and two with 22 touchdowns and 3 interceptions. Unreal stats. Looks great. Plays great. First playoff teams, 7 games of those. 1-6, 8 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. He crumbles in the big game. He's not good against good defenses. He can tear up the bad team, but even two of those touchdowns out of the eight in those seven games came in garbage time in the fourth quarter when they were losing by 30 to Green Bay. So, like, I just don't see where people see how good he is because if you look at his stats, they're extremely flawed and they're extremely padded against shitty teams, just like Kirk Cousins. You got nothing? You've been practicing that one, haven't you? I, I mean, I've said it a billion times. I, I, I have said it off this podcast so many times to so many different people. It's the same argument. I've been saying it for like a year and a half. Uh, another thing with Dallas, their defense is like the same. All they're banking on is that it was this guy that made the system last year that fucked it. They brought back all the same secondary. Uh, I mean, they did sign or draft Micah Parsons, who I do think is going to win defensive rookie of the year, plus 600. Take it. It might be plus 500 now. But um, What, you just shut the line like that? I think it moved down. The last yeah, time I, I gave it, it was plus 600. Now I'm pretty sure when I looked at it now, it's plus 500. But, I mean – he's going to win defensive rookie of the year, not because there's a top 10 defense, but because he has like 130 tackles because he sees the field so well, he'll probably have three or four picks. But I mean, he, him, him alone is not going to solve their defensive issues. For me with, with Dallas, I have Dallas going nine and eight this year. Um, a couple of reasons why I think their schedule is extremely easy for an I mean, NFL team. This I mean, year. we're eight, nine to nine and eight. That's one yeah. game. I mean, there's not much off yeah, from there. Nine and eight. But I, I think, you know, when you have Denver at home, you have Atlanta at home, you have Vegas at home, you have Carolina at home. Mm-hmm. You, you're playing outside of the division with four very winnable games right there. Yeah. And you're probably going to, you're probably going to go three and four against three out of four against the Giants. If you can, and the Eagles, if you can split a game with the Washington football team, which I don't think they can do. No. See, I have them losing. I actually do have them beating Washington, but I believe I have them losing to the Giants both times. I I think the Giants are going to create a lot of problems this year, and a lot of people, that's kind of like my sleeper team this year to maybe sneak into the back end of the playoffs. Now the NFC West is going to be so good this year that they might take all through, all or both the wild card spots, so that will be interesting to see. But um, I, I do like the Giants. Let's move on to the winner of the NFC East. First time in a long time, it would be a back-to-back winner. The Washington Redskins. North, let's have you started off. Fitzmagic, you can go. All right, all right. So, I I mean, they have the best defensive line in all uh, football, probably. The best young one, at least, as long as they can stay healthy. Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat. I mean, that's four first-rounders. Um, they did lose Ryan Kerrigan, who was a nice person to throw in there whenever one guy got tired. But uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, all he has to do now, his whole career, he's been on terrible teams where he's had to just try and win games. Now he gets to game manage. I really like the Redskins this year. Washington football team, I apologize. North, what do you think? Like I said, Fitzmagic. It's all I'm looking for. Like you said, he's a game. He's really a game manager. He's never going to go win you a game. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to lose you a game. And with – the team that they that they have, the defensive line they have, I just think that they're going to get points in other ways that if he can somehow get them in the end zone twice a weekend. Yeah, he's only got to score 28 points in probably five games this season and 21 like the rest, and he, they would win 10 or 11 games and I th- probably. And I think you can say out of those like six or seven games he needs to get to 21 that the defense or special teams will probably get them a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, so really he's thinking i got to score two or three times a game. Don't turn it over. Don't put my defense in a bad spot. I I like Washington a lot. I th- actually I like Washington not only to 
win the division, but I also like them to win a game in the playoffs. In the playoffs. I don't mind that. I mean, I got them beating Green Bay in Green Bay week seven, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, I got a lot of faith in Washington this year. Uh, I actually like Taylor Heineke. If for whatever reason, like Fitzpatrick did get hurt, I thought he played really good last year. So I wouldn't be like all upset to see him hop on the field. I mean, he played one of the better games against the Buccaneers defense in the playoffs last year. I mean, everyone else sucked. Drew Brees sucked. Pat Mahomes, I mean, he had no chance, but he didn't play very well. He tried to, but I mean, they were just getting mauled. But Heineke held his own, and they scored like twenty points. My last, my last thing too is they have a cancer survivor, Mr. Ron Rivera. Oh yeah, yep. That just that just gives you the good karma between Fitzmagic and a cancer survivor, Ron Ron Rivera. You gotta love their chances here. Yeah, love love betting on teams strictly because and, someone has cancer. That's a great that's a great <laughs> mindset. Hey, this this will be the, an overplay too for me. Um, yeah, eight and a half. I mm-hmm. I'm really looking at games and and teams this year for totals that give me at least a game or two in the way that I want to see it. And I have mm-hmm. them at eleven and six. So I think with a two and a half game cushion. It's two games that I don't think they're going to lose. Mm. If they lose those games, I'm still in a good spot. And that's not saying that maybe they might pick up a game that I don't think there's any way they're going to win. Yeah. Like, like a game at Green Bay, a game at Buffalo, Tampa, or KC. I don't see them winning any of those four. No. Um, I somehow could see them maybe giving some problems for Tampa. I mean, if you get pressure on Brady, really makes it difficult for him. Um, so that's definitely a possibility. Um but let's move on now. We'll go over to the other side of the conference. Same div- same division, though. AFC East, New York Jets. I mean, I don't really got much to say about them. Can we, can we skip them? I mean, 2-15, and 15, Zach Wilson, not the answer. At least not yet. I well, mean, and they're having trouble signing him too. Didn't didn't did he finally get signed? I'm not even 100 percent sure. I haven't really kept so track with that. He, I, I don't know even, that. I don't even think he's in training camp right now. Though, really, if he if he's not signed, he's not in training camp. That would be amazing to me if they didn't sign him yet. But I think they did. I think they might have like about a week ago. He just he doesn't give you that vibe of a uh, like the moxie that someone that's quarterbacking the New York Jets and needs. Dude, nothing. if he was in like Jacksonville, I could be like, all right, he's gonna be a good quarterback, but. All of his demeanors and the way he looks, he just seems so childish and like not ready for the big stage. And I know that's kind of silly to like judge how he's going to be as a quarterback, but New York is such a difficult place. Mark Sanchez, you saw it. He mentally fell apart. Um, I think you could see a very same like scenario with Zach Wilson where he just can't hang with the media. Okay, well, I got to double back on that. He did get signed because I remember seeing his picture mm-hmm. and his – his picture of him signing, they they put it on like a, a math textbook. You put in like sixth grade, like one of those, like the kid. Oh, like I do remember writing, that. Writing down on a book, and after that, I said, "There's no way this guy's gonna do well in the NFL." I'm I'm out. Yeah, you can't you can't look like a like he looks like a, a high school kid. Yeah. Speaking of the Jets, uh, I have their under as well, under five and a half plus one thirty. Uh, I think that just makes complete sense. Even if they do win a couple games that I don't have them winning right now, uh, I mean. They're not. They're not winning five games. That's for, or six games. That's for sure. They might win three or four. I don't, maybe five. I don't, I don't see them favored in more than two games this year. I so. mean, I have them beating. I have them beating Cincinnati and at Houston. Those are the only two games. And if Deshaun Watson ends up playing for Houston, I mean, that's going to be a loss. That is one thing that might mess up my standings right now. Is I don't have him accounted for, and Carson Wentz is also a big question mark this year, which makes it pretty difficult to decide on Indy as well. But uh, moving on, uh, third place in the division. I think we're pretty much on track in the AFC East. We got pretty similar standings here. Uh, I got Miami Dolphins going ten and seven. What do you got? I have Miami going nine and eight this year. 
Yeah, so pretty similar. I mean, they did just re-sign Xavier Howard um, or restructured his contract, which was very good because he wanted out, and now he's back in. Uh, I love what Brian Flores is doing. You talk about Bill Belichick coaching tree. He has really turned around Miami really fast. I just think Tua, he's not going to win you games that you weren't meant to win. I think he can win you the games that you are supposed to win, but I don't think he's going to go out there and steal a ball game for you. And that's what Miami needs this year to get really over that hump and get into the playoffs. Which is why I don't think they're an over-the-hump team. I think they're a team that's going to win. If mm-hmm. you if you can see Miami at like a minus three, I think you might just might as, might as well take it because I think they're going to win that game. If you see anything like a minus six, minus seven, that's when I'd start to get worried because that's when I think they're going to lose. Yeah, well, what I do see kind of some similarities in is like them, Miami with like Chicago from like three years ago after Mitch's first season, coming back for his second season. They had a pretty bad record, but that defense was so ready to win now. And in Miami right now, that defense is so ready to win, maybe probably top five defense in the league. And they just don't have the quarterback that's really ready to do it. They could win 10 or 11 games this year, like I said, maybe make the playoffs. But Tua's not going to be able to get them in any further than that, just like Mitch wasn't able to get that team any further. And all they need is someone that can score I don't know, 28 I don't, a game. I don't know if, I don't know if Mitch Trubisky and Tua Tagovailoa are in the same conversation, though. I, I think two is better. I think two just what two basically tore his hip. Is that something similar to that? I mean, I mean, he's somewhat. just he's just like that. Probably takes about eighteen months to get full belief back in your like body, and I I think that you, he might surprise some people a couple times. I'm not saying he's going to win you a game, but I think he's a little bit better than Mitch Trubisky. Hey, Mitch made the Pro Bowl that year. Don't hate on Mitch. Mitch made the Pro Bowl that year. How much did our Chicago friends pay you today, dude? I'm just saying, like they. They remind me a lot because Mitch, like you can say he's bad now, but back then, after that season when they went thirteen and three or whatever, people thought Mitch was a good quarterback. He played fucking great that I, year. I need to see your Venmo. That's fine. I I always was kind of a Mitch fan. I'm all right with it. I still think he would have been okay if Matt Nagy didn't suck so much ass. But that's a different conversation for when we get to the AFC or NFC North. Let's move on. Second place in the division. Definitely still making the playoffs. Hammer their over nine and wins this year. He's not going to have back-to-back losing seasons, which means nine is a guarantee of hitting uh, the New England Patriots going 12-5. and five. North, do you want to comment your record, or can I just go on a fucking tear real fast? I was just going to let you talk until, until awesome. I thought you were done. Awesome. So, they, I mean, they got Marcus Cannon back and Dante Hightower. Going to help the line an absurd amount on both sides of the ball. Uh, Devon Gadshaw, they signed... They got Matthew Judon. They drafted Christian Barrymore. They signed Jalen Mills. They got Kyle Van Noy back. Um, they got Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith for offensive side of the ball. They signed so many positions of need, and like they're they're just going to be. They, they won seven games last year, and Cam Newton could not have played any worse. I think Mac Jones might even start now. It's kind of starting to seem like they're realizing how bad Cam is, and so even if Cam starts off the season kind of bad, I think they're going to pull him pretty quickly they lose like two of their first three if they lose to Miami and New Orleans they pull them pretty fast and then that might mess it up but you mean you mean when they lose to the Jets then because the, that that's the game they're gonna lose they're not losing to the New York Jets they're not like they're not gonna lose to the Jets I, I think that's Cam's goodbye game I think they lose there and Cam's gone see I don't I don't think they're gonna lose there because if they lose there then the the over might be a little bit of a struggle yeah but, but I I think a team like the Jets new quarterback they're gonna they're gonna give you trouble for Three, four, five weeks. My only, I, I just think there's there's no, a little secret. See, game but like there. I think, I mean, 
Bill Belichick absolutely fucking murders rookie quarterbacks. So you're talking about Zach Wilson playing his second game of his entire career, and he has to go up against Bill Belichick, who had the entire offseason to prepare. He's done for. He's going to throw four interceptions. Do you not remember who who was it that was like, I'm seeing ghosts on the field against whenever he was playing Belichick? Was it Josh Allen? I think it was. This is One the, of them said they were literally seeing ghosts on the football field. You know, with with the Patriots this year, I'm just going to let you have it because all of a sudden I'm going to say something. And you're like, Back in 2007. I mean, and, they, and I'm not even going to know what to say. They so. had, they they literally got five to six starters from free agency and the draft this year. So, I mean, you're talking about a completely different defense for this year. The only person they really lost was J.C. Jackson. And their, de- their defense Justin wasn't Corey. bad last year. Their I de- know. Their, def- I had a, their but defense they also, scored a touchdown almost every game, and they, they had, still couldn't win. They had no tight ends. Now they have Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith. Jonu Smith is going to be unbelievable with Bill Belichick. That dude is so athletically gifted. That's all Bill ever has wanted. Uh, he's kind of like an Aaron Hernandez type on the football field, not off the football field, but he's very quick, got the good routes. Uh, I mean, Aaron was a great football player. That's all I'm going to say about him. I, I think that'd be smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, we'll move on to the Buffalo Bills, probably one of the most similar teams from last year to this year. Uh, I mean, they lost John Brown, but brought back Emmanuel, or brought in Emmanuel Sanders. And the most important thing was they kept their offensive coordinator who was supposed to be a head coach for someone like the Chargers or somebody like that, ended up staying. So I got the Buffalo Bills, uh, thirteen and four. There's I mean, they're they're the same team this year. So Yeah, I'm I'm thirteen and four too. And I'm looking at their schedule right now and I'm just looking at it and if you really break down their schedule, you could you could really see a, a fifteen and two, a fourteen and three if they catch a couple breaks. Um week five and six playing Casey and Tennessee back to back on the road will be tough. Yeah. But then they have a bye, and then soft, basically four softballs are, were just thrown up in the air. Yeah, I mean, I had them, them losing at Miami, at KC, at Tampa, at New England. So those are the only four games I have them losing this year. The rest of their schedule is pretty simple. Um, uh, they could lose the Washington game maybe at home. That one will be interesting to see. Yeah, when I when I broke it down, the what I saw was I saw the the four. I'd say the four real real games, four real road games that that'll tell us if they're going to be good or not. If they actually have a chance at a, winning a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which would be KC, Tennessee, um, at New Orleans, and at or at Tampa Bay and at New England. Those are the four games that I have circled. That if you can go two and two, mm-hmm. three and one, I might start to buy their stock a little bit and do yeah. that they have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I'm, mm-hmm. I think they go one and three out of those three games. Uh, so on mine right now, I think I have them. Um, to, or yeah, I have them going one and three because I have them beating Tennessee. I don't really look at Tennessee as as much of a uh, like powerhouse team like some people do this year. Their defense is probably going to be bottom five in the league this year. So they we're gonna I'm gonna take the over in every single Tennessee Titans game this year. That's basically what I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean the Tennessee Titans are one of those teams too where they go on. I feel like when you watch them, they go on these little like three, four, five-game win streaks, and they'll lose two games where you're just like, how, how, how do you that? lose to those yeah, teams? Yeah, like, how the hell did you just lose to them? Yeah, they've always um, been that, where they, like, you think they're super good, and then they lose to someone. You're like, how the fuck did you just lose to that team? Yeah, they'll probably kill a teaser or two of mine this year. Mm-hmm, 100%. Like, I'm looking at it right now. Um, I actually don't have them losing too many games. They got a pretty hard schedule this year. They got to play. Uh, they have to play the NFC West this year. So, the, the AFC South plays the NFC West this year. For Trevor Lawrence, that's like the worst. That's the worst combo to get right there. You're going to have to go play the NFC West. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to see Aaron Donald. That that'll be fun. Yeah, it's not going to be fun for Trevor Lawrence. He's probably going to have a pretty long year. But anyways, but, we don't want to get too far into other divisions right now. So, no, but 
Buffalo, I I just think Buffalo has four. I think they have four games on their schedule, four or five, where I they're kind of circled for me. Like, hey, if you can win these, you have a chance. Mm-hmm. You're basically the same team from last year in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, personally, in fantasy, I'm going to be trying to get the the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs battery if mm-hmm. I can somehow find a way to get that. Thanks for giving me all your uh, drafting ideas right now, so I know how you're, to. You're you're fine, but uh, I mean, draft. if you take if you take one of those two, just know I'm gonna be pissed. That's fine. But I might just take one just to piss you off, then, because that's kind of my game plan: get one of the two or get both of them. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they, together they're great. He, he really gave Josh. He he helped develop Josh Allen last year, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because he gave him that blanket of knowing, hey, if something bad happens, I know I can go back to this. Yeah, like 100%. I can I can go look at this op- one option, two option, and I know I still have digs running this and I think you saw that um also when the games got close I think that also helped mm-hmm. um I, I for me the Bills I think the Bills and the Chiefs are the class of the AFC we'll see if Lamar can figure it out I, with Baltimore. I, I'm a Baltimore I think Baltimore kind of gives me some like Miami or Milwaukee Bucks vibes where like everyone was like oh Milwaukee's got to win Milwaukee's got to win and then they didn't win for two years and then this year they were like oh Milwaukee's there's no sh- like chance Milwaukee can win and then they win Everyone expected Baltimore to win the last two years. Kind of disappointing. He doesn't win a playoff game. It's going to be the uh, Lamar can't win big games in the playoffs, and they're going to end up making the Super Bowl. I well, don't know if they're going to win, though. But they haven't done him right, though. They haven't given him a, a true wide receiver that he can trust. Like, that's what I'm saying with Josh Allen. Like, I don't think – if you put Lamar where Josh Allen is, I think the Bills are better. Mm. I think they're better. I don't know about that because Lamar can't throw as well as Josh. Josh has been an historic wide res- or quarterback at – uh, bettering his QB accuracy where Lamar's kind of stayed the same since he's coming into the league. They should have gotten Julio Jones, I think. I think that was a big error from – I think it was too. I I, I know they drafted, but – Yeah, they drafted the wide receiver out of uh, Minnesota, who I do like a lot. He runs some of the best routes in college football. And the th- I, I guess the thing about receivers, though, what we're seeing in the league a lot with a lot of the skill positions is they're able to come in and produce right away. Yeah, especially a wide receiver nowadays when, like, you can't be as physical at the position anymore. It makes it a lot easier for those speed guys to just kind of come and hop in. If uh, Hollywood Brown can get any better this year, he had a real down year last year. If he can get better this year, then I think that will be a big improvement for him, too. Yeah, so that, that, that those are the three class, I think. I agree. I'll, I'll, get, I'll put Baltimore at three. I actually mm-hmm. put Baltimore, then I go Browns at four. Or my, yeah. Or kind of where I'm at with the AFC. Mm-hmm. The NFC, to me, it's just a, it's a two-horse. It's a three-horse race. But really, I think it's a two-horse race. Yeah. Uh, I was looking earlier at um, the odds for what division to win it all. And um, one that really stuck out to me that kind of interested me was the NFC West at plus 400. Because uh, AFC West... Obviously, the Chiefs were high, and then NFC South was plus 400 because of the Bucks. So you still get the NFC West at plus 450 or whatever, plus 400. But instead of just getting that one team, like in the like I said, in the NFC West, you get Kansas City. But in the NFC West, you're getting San Francisco. You get the Rams. You get Seattle. I mean, you could tell me that any one of those teams would win the Super Bowl this year, and I would be like, all right, I can see it. I mean, I, I that that kind of interests me though. I, I just yeah. like that. I don't yeah. know what you think about that. All right, I got a little game for you then because I've been I've been looking at uh, some different stuff about quarterbacks and bringing up San Fran brought this game up to me. I'm gonna give you the we'll give you the three teams with the quarterback battles. All right, mm-hmm. or the, not battles, but you got rookies that are ready to that are gonna play. Yeah, tell me when, what week you think they're gonna play. So go, going through them, so we'll go through San Fran. We'll do San Fran. Mm-hmm. We will do Chicago. Chicago. And we will do New England. New England, okay. 
and I'll give you all three. Tell me what week that you think they play by, because I think all three play this year. Um, so we'll go. We'll go San Fran first. So San Fran kind of gives me, like, I think it's either my problem with San Francisco is I think it's either like he plays week one or he doesn't play like all season. He came out today and said that, that he's going to find stat snaps. Yeah. I, I think I think he plays by like week eight or nine. But like my biggest thing with that though is I think San Francisco is going to be really good this year. And I think Jimmy Garoppolo's – I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo just – he wins football games. There's, like, not much else to say about him. He just wins whenever he's – he gets hurt a lot. But when he's on the field, the motherfucker wins football games. That's all he's done in the NFL is just win games. The, their bye week is week six. So that allows him five games, a bye, and then they're at home against the Colts. I'm going – I, I could see that. I'm going to stick with my gut here. And like I just said, I think he either – like, you're going to start seeing him week one – you might even see him at Detroit. I could definitely see that. Or at Philly. They play Philly and Detroit. That's two chances for him to get in. But I, I think Jimmy G might hold on to the spot this year. All right. We'll, we'll have to see how that one goes here. What, right. about, what about the uh, Bears? What do we got there? The Bears. Um, so, I don't want to give up too much about the future episodes, but I don't think the Bears will be very good this year. Um, I don't have them winning a lot of games. So, I'm going to say that they you just lost your Venmo. You just lost your Venmo there, didn't you? It's fine. I'm going to say they're going to change him out right after the bye week, which would be week 11 when he gets in. He's going to play actually, sorry, week they'll play him week 12 at Detroit. A much easier game for him. They don't want to put him in the Wolves against Baltimore or at Pittsburgh. So I think you can see him against Detroit, a nice easy game to get him out there. Detroit's going to probably not win a game, so there's not going to be any fans in the stadium or anything like that. I'm I'm looking at the schedule right now. I honestly I can't I can't find a game where I would say, "Hey, I'd want you to play this game because yeah, you can play Detroit, but then you play against Detroit, you can play against Arizona, but then you got to go to Green Bay." And I I, I just but at that it's, point it's you great just got experience, but mm-hmm. do you, I think they're going to be extra cautious and err on the side of being more cautious mm-hmm. with him because of what they did with Trubisky. Uh, I mean, you can say Even that, though but he's better, but they like Trubisky's rookie year was under John Fox. So like it, like they haven't really had like the true rookie situation with like this management. So it's hard to completely say, but I just think they're going to be pretty bad at that point, And the fans are going to be so loud about wanting Justin Fields on the football field. And like, it's going to be chance in the stadium. Like you're going to hear it just like in like Indy, whenever they were cheering for like luck or whatever to get in the game, you're like, they're going to have to play him. What do you think if because I'm looking at the schedule? What do you think if the Bears go three and two to start though? They have three winnable, th- three out of five are very winnable games. Yeah, I mean, mm, do you, do you, so they play. Do you throw them in the fire, maybe at home against Green Bay, and see if you can get the lift to keep going through a good year. I, see, I don't think that they want to put them against Green Bay because you, you talk about going into a, a fucking awful part of your schedule. You play Green Bay, then you got to go at Tampa, San Francisco, at Pittsburgh. Those are like three of the best defensive lines in the game. I'm, I'm just thinking about when you could possibly introduce him. Do you either you introduce him when there's no playoff hope, which is yeah, which I think it's what after you're saying. Yeah, after the bye week. I, th- I think it's bye week for, for I, Justin. I, th- I think personally if they were to go like three and two that you'd still hear we want fields, and I think that they would – consider doing it to see if they could get a little because i mean the management there's fighting for a job they're gonna play him this year because like yeah like you just said like they are on the verge of being fired so like you got to get some sort of hope for next season be like hey like he's looking pretty decent right like can we stay around next year and he'll start every game but uh let's move on new england this one feels like it could be just as much injury driven 
as it is play-driven. Also, I could see Mac Jones starting week one. I mean, he's been taking all the first-team reps right now. He's taken like 20 first-team reps while Cam Newton's taken like four at the end of practices. So, I mean, it's hard to say that he's not going to – if he doesn't start week one, he's starting by week five in Houston. I I already have the belief of it's going to happen. They're – They'll, they'll win game one. They'll win a they'll win a little uh, fight against Miami. It'll be like seventeen to fourteen. It'll be ugly. Yeah, with Cam Newton, it'll be terrible. I think Cam might throw like two picks against Miami in the first game, and they're just be like, "Dude, we can't do this again this year." And then I think they're I think they're gonna go to New York. I think they're gonna lose to the Jets, and we, and, we, and, we, and, we, the Jets. and we will see Mac Jones, dude. Like week three again. I don't we will see that, dude. We will see Bill him week Belichick. Three. Bill Belichick has never lost to a rookie quarterback. We will see him week three. Okay, that's fine, but like. Bill Belichick has never lost to a rookie quarterback. So, like, I don't know how you think the one time he's going to lose is to the fucking New York Jets with Zach Wilson. It's not going to happen. It just it feels like that to me. It feels like there's that chance there. All right. right, That's fine. Well, uh, next week we're going to run – what divisions do you want to do next week? I think we should do AFC West and NFC West. Those are two pretty good divisions. Should we hold off? Should that be the last one? All right. That's fine. We can do that as the last one. Let's do uh, AFC South, NFC South next one. That one's – we need to get that one out of the way. That's not a yeah, very exciting and, one. And yeah, I just want to get New England and then Tom Brady out of the way for two. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. All right, so we'll see you guys next week. Uh, again, go on YouTube, like, subscribe, like on just every – if you have it, just review it, like it, just help us out. We're just – we're trying to grow, and it helps get likes and stuff, puts it all over. So thanks.